Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Sauce, now time for this. It's time to get philosophical with Stephen Silvani, AFL Trade Radio's local expert. Become a local expert. Get leads, run your business, and improve your cash flow from one app. Sauce and you too, Nobs, jump in as, uh, as is always the case on the late trade. Today's philosophical. The obligation of a, of a club that gets a, a big-name player to, to nominate publicly to get the deal done, I, I, there's been very few occasions where it hasn't happened. But just take us behind the scenes on, on the aspects of all of that, how it goes about, what needs to be done before those words are, are uttered publicly. And we refer to basically the, the two big ones at the moment, that being the Josh Dunkley to Brisbane Lions and Luke Jackson to Fremantle. Still in motion, still well in play and progressing, probably as you'd expect, slowly, but by deadline next Wednesday will be done. But just take us through, both of you, please, how it's done, um, who speaks first, uh, who, who strikes the deal? Generally, I think, Nobes, um, when a player leaves a club or decides to leave a club or a club inquires about a player, it's through the manager. So the manager is the key in a lot of ways. So he will look at whether that that player that he manages, whether it suits um, that player, whether that player suits that club and vice versa. So um, the play uh, the playing manager is so important. And then if everything aligns, um, whether the player agrees, yes, I, I, I you know I'd like to talk to this this particular club or the club wants to talk to this player. It's how is this deal going to be done? Because that's what the pl- the player manager needs to know whether he, he whether he thinks that the club can facilitate a deal with the club that that player is going to be coming from. So that's really, in short, that's the most important part because if a player manager doesn't think a deal can be done, m- more often than not, you won't even get the opportunity to speak to that player unless you've got a another avenue, whether you've got a relation that might know him or a friend that might know him. Um, yeah, you, you won't get a look in. So, just um, on that aspect, and before we sort of get back to the, I suppose that the wider premise of today's philosophical, are you always confident that you going through a manager gets through to the player in the way you want it to get through? Or do you think sometimes they withhold information for various other reasons? Look, I, I think we're. I'm realist- asking because I think it happens sometimes. Yeah, we're realistically enough that, um, and it probably gets back to relationships. To be perfectly honest, Nobs, yep. like. I mean, you, you do, you have some really good relationships with some managers that, you know, you can speak openly and honestly with and you try and do it with all, but there's a small portion and I guess whether that's, um, you know, that your personality clashes with their personality because that can happen too. There, there might be some doubts in whether you can be upfront, you know, in some way. And, and I think that's life in general, you know. So, yeah. um, but having said that, 
more often than not, I'm confident that if if you've put something across to a player, that it's you know that it's it's that in, player in good faith. Seen. It is relayed. Yeah, yeah, doable. Yeah, yeah. And and those from the from the club perspective. Uh, Again, what what needs to be dotted and which eyes need to be dotted and T's crossed in terms of the going public aspect of it? I mean, it's a it was brave for for what um, well brave in the trade sense of brave in in what Josh Dunkley did two years ago when it was Essendon that he's nominated a club and he had the contract with the Bulldogs that meant that didn't happen and he stayed for the next two years, won the best and first this year, has gone down the same path again, but again has gone public enough to know that uh, he's got a club of choice being Brisbane. How does that work from the Brisbane perspective? Yeah, so I think, so then to follow up from what Sosa saying, once that commitment has been made, that we can actually get the deal done, managers got the player, they met the coach, game plan fit in here, been to facilities, that type of thing. I think once the player's got a level of comfort that he feels that the club's committed to him, you know, in a, uh, an unofficial behind-the-scenes manner, the manager will tick off the deal, say, yep, the the money's good, the tenure's right. Then I think the player can then make it public. There's a little bit of toing and froing, I think, that then goes on behind the scenes as to who rings who first in regards to saying, okay, well, look, he's decided to come to us. Um, we're thinking of this, or do you want to catch up? Some will wait for the other size to come, and that comes back to sort of, I think it comes back to the relationship you have with other mm. list managers. But there's also a strategic negotiation piece that you go, well, we'll just wait and see what they want to do and let them come first. So there's a bit of that. But I think once the player feels he's been committed to, then I think yep. you're on. And the obligation component to, to all of that from the club's perspective, it, it, when it's so public and you've then got no other way other than to then deliver. I yep. mean, that carries its own pressure because you've got to get the, obviously the player across, but you can't be giving up too much to, to get him across. And that's where these clubs are at right now, obviously. Yep. And, and you've both been in those situations, but the weight of that obligation, given the expectations and this period is dominated by members and, and supporters views as much as anyone's when mm. it comes to the, you know, the feeling around them all. And as Soss has mentioned a couple of times, sorry, mate, that you, the more balls you've got in the air, the more complex it becomes for you. So if you've got less going on. So Brisbane are trying to stack the deck at the moment to get as many points as they can and get the Dunkley deal done at the same and, time. And Gunston as and well. Tr- yeah, and, and Jack through the door. So they, they're managing a bit of both and Fletcher. So so if we go back to the Horn Francis situation, now at the end of the year he was staying. Okay, so that that's my understanding. And you take it in good faith that he's, he was going to stay. Well, he went public with that. Yeah. He, he went public with that even at the All-Australian, yeah. the awards night, um, where he was interviewed on Fox Footy and yeah. said, I spoke to Clarko and, yeah, we're good. Yeah. I mean, that was on record, on camera. Yeah. So, yeah. So had North known that he wasn't staying, like towards halfway through the year, well, that's where, and even from Port's perspective, to give them a, an out here, is that this has just popped up out of nowhere. So we know that um, Port were into... Um, Graham, I think, at the time, and that, that's, that's, yep. that's gone cold. So this has popped up out of nowhere. So in some ways, it's actually it's made it difficult for Port because, one, they haven't been able to, um, I guess, um, ha- have a good look at who could we give up mm. um, out of this um, throughout the year that okay, we might have to trade a player out here. Who can we trade out? And what else might we be able to get in? Because it might be a... It might be a tour, for instance, and we go, well, we'll trade this tour knowing that we're going to be able to get a, another tour in to cover that position. So, But this is this is what happens when something comes out of the blue. It becomes so difficult. Mm. Um, 
So that you've got to you've got to feel for Port in a sense because it's come late, but also you've got to feel for North because this has um, popped up out of nowhere. And this is my view. It, there's a big onus on that player manager now, Horn, Frace, Horn Francis's manager, to orchestrate this deal and get it done. Yep. And so when when uh, Dylan Shield made his decision, you, you were pitching for him at Carlton, and and obviously Essendon won yep. the rights there. So so how do you and you and I have discussed this a few times on Trade Radio since. You you still didn't give up on on him right to the very end. And do you then, if you're the underbidder? Do you just let the two club, the club and the player, try and work it out? And and on that particular night, I believe, and you still deny this, but I believe you rang Dylan Shield yourself about an hour before deadline. Uh, You've denied that regularly, but I, I my information not. is you did. But let's no. let's even remove that phone call. I know you were still hopeful an hour out. So what do you do as the underbidder? Just hope no, that no, it I, falls I, over. I actually probably move on quite quickly. I, when something's happened, um, we gave it our best shot, and and I totally understood Dylan at the time why he he picked Essendon. I really do because they were more advanced to what we were at that point. So, um, look, I'm a disappointment um, and I asked him the reasons why when he, he gave us the call. Um, so, and I, and I understood those reasons to yeah. be perfectly honest. Yeah. So, yes, we were disappointed, but then we move on real quickly. Now, there was probably a very slight opportunity that that could have, um, that, that deal might not have happened and we might have been able to do something. We were sitting there, but I knew um, with Dill's, Dylan's manager that something was going to get done, you know. So, um, you know, we were sitting there, not really hoping. I, I, you were there yeah, if it fell through. Yeah, yeah there yeah. if it fell through. Yeah. yeah. But you concede once the player's nominated. Yeah. You, you have to. Yeah, yeah, you've got to. You don't, yeah. you don't play rough shot around it. You just... not, not, not unless, unless um, for instance, say um, the Giants at that point said, we're not going to trade Dylan to Essendon. Yeah, I can tell you now, he's not going there. So you want to deal with us because if he wants to go, mm. he's going to you. Right. That did not happen. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.